Happy Valentine's Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and as is Tuesday tradition, we let Andy go talk about golf over on the Betsperts Golf Channel, where they're going to pick the winner again this week. Those guys just have the, the magic crystal ball. And what are you doing for Valentine's Day, Matt? Is is the girlfriend in town, or I can't yeah, remember if the Bulls are in Chicago or not. The Bulls are luckily off tonight, so we're going to go out to a nice little dinner uh, in, in the city. How about yourself? Absolutely nothing. My favorite thing that my wife Lovely. and I give us every year is nothing. We write a nice card for each other. Oh. We go out for dinner. We order in dinner, and that's that's that. What are you going to order in for dinner? It feels like a pizza night. Yeah. I always, a, a nice Valentine's Day pizza seems like a good idea. Sausage, pepper, and onions. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm not a huge fan of the pepper and onions. I get it. I get why people like it. I'm just more, give me give me a half sausage, give me a half pepperoni. That's, that's my go-to. Two different types mm. of meats. You're a meat guy. I get it. I am. Ooh, Valentine's Day pierogies, pierogies of love. That sounds um, delicious. It does. That I like Dan's been making delicious. some good stuff. They'll have to send maybe, a, I don't know if he can, tell people what he actually made for the Super Bowl. It was basically bacon wrapped cheese or something. It was fantastic. With sausage in there, too. It looked delicious. He sent us a picture. <laughs> I, I, he described it on the show Friday. So if you really want to get like a, um, an right. image or, or a description of what it was, go back and watch Friday's show. But he sent us a picture of the finished product on Sunday, and it looked fantastic. I mean, it's. I guess quickly though, we didn't get your thoughts. What did you think of the Super Bowl? Anything to add to what has you know been said by everyone already? I assume. No, it was just it was a fantastic game. Um, I, I'm glad it lived up to the hype. Um, shout out Connor Allen for hitting the uh, the the Eagles first half Chiefs Chiefs full game. That's a fantastic winner right there. How'd you do uh, in terms of your bets? Did you come out even? No, a little, little down. Down. It was. Um, it, it didn't help that Miles Sanders basically went out in the first quarter, but yeah, you know, all, all my sort of traditional first half no score under bets were um, they were they were done pretty quickly. Yeah, that was. Um, they, they came out a little bit faster than we thought, and the uh, the scoop and score there really kind of doomed everything. Um, even though it was still probably not on track, that was just the obviously the ultimate heartbreaker. Um, I think I ended yeah. up up barely, uh, maybe just a little bit. I lost. Lost the same game parlay. I did have the Chiefs. Uh, I got them at minus two and a half, so that was nice. I, I bought I bought a few points there and got them at that alt line. And then uh, I went with Travis Kelsey's over uh, 78 and a half receiving yards, which, which hit but barely. We got like 81, I think. I can dig that. Well, as we start to look forward, we think about some of the other championships that are coming up here. And, I mean, the Chiefs, it, they're just about as much of a favorite. I mean, were they the championship? I guess the Bills were championship favorite for a lot of I think, season, Yeah, I think but... I want to say the Chiefs were like third or fourth. Buffalo was definitely everybody's favorite. And the, the, the Rams were another team that was right up there with, you know, a top three. Early season, but as you got yeah. towards the end. So we thought we'd take a quick look at kind of the favorites at this point for um, everything going forward. Heck, we even have the favorite here for uh, the XFL. Good Lord, I had no idea. You betting on the Renegades, Noobs? Uh, I'm not even sure what they do. Or I'll have to go back and look and see if they're one of the teams that has a quarterback, I remember. But it'll start with the NBA. The Celtics, uh, I think they're probably deserving favorites to win the title. As I start to look at some of the numbers, I prefer maybe the Bucks, um, The Nuggets, it's going to be a tricky situation with how Phoenix looks. Be curious to see that. But the Bucks are lurking. The Bucks had kind of a tough month there. That's probably my favorite bet for the championship. But I get why the Celtics are plus 270. Mm-hmm. Let's jump ahead. The Bruins, plus 500. Are, are they the correct favorite? And it's not too big of a favorite they're the correct favorite but like the nhl for me is just really really hard to predict like the N- the, the nba you can kind of narrow it down and not not as much in recent uh recent years but you can kind of still narrow it down to you know the three or four teams that could probably win this thing i mean you run into a hot goaltender in the nhl it's you're you, 
you're you're out of luck. I mean, you could be. We saw the the Dallas Stars get carried to seven games to uh, against Calgary last year as a heavy underdog and a significantly worse team because they had the hottest goaltender in the world for two weeks. And if the Bruins are to run into a guy like that, I mean, it's it's tough, and that's why. Um, it is plus 500. I, I do. I, I don't think I'd take that right now. I think I'd probably try and find a longer shot, but they are absolutely the right choice to be the favorites. I don't think they have 10 regulation losses yet this year. So they're, they're playing some very good hockey. I'm going to ask you a question. Did you know Houston was the favorite to win the college basketball championship? Because I did not. I would. I didn't. You know, I, I wouldn't. I knew they were one of them. I did not know you'd get them at the shortest odds. But now that I think about it, I'm not really sure who else you would get at the shortest odds because I know what Purdue's a team now that has lost a couple times is number one. And what they do well doesn't necessarily line up with great tournament success. And Houston has had that tournament success the last few years. They've made Final Four, Elite Eight runs. They, they always seem like they're very tough out. They play really responsible defensively. Um, that's. That's an intriguing one for me. I think this could be a year where they finally get it done and get over the hump because there's not really that other dominant team waiting for them in the tournament that they've run into in years past. Like it was Baylor a couple of years ago. Yeah, Alabama's currently number one, has kind of had a couple hot weeks. But like you said, kind of the experience for Houston probably pushes them to the top. Have you had a chance to look at a baseball yet? Is there really a team that, you know, maybe should be ahead of the Astros? I mean, I'm sure the Yankees price is always screwed up because people just bet the Yankees yeah. anyway. But I, I mean, do like Houston. Chance, they should be okay. I do like Houston. Uh, they are the defending champs. They did lose Justin Verlander to the Mets. Um, but, they, I mean, they have a deep prospect system, and they're always a team that's in the mix to go out and add at the deadline. So I'm not worried about, one, they're pitching, because even without Verlander, it's still very good, and he spent some time on the uh, – coming off the Cy Young, obviously, last year, but he spent some time on the, uh, the the IL the year before with Tommy John, and they were you know pretty much just fine without him. Not that he's not very good but they're just very, very deep there and they have a deep prospect system that they can go out and add another ace if they really, really want to. Um, and then they went out and added Jose Abreu to play first base, who uh, not to say first base has been a hole in, in their lineup, but it's really been more of a position where they got someone hitting five, six, seven. Um, and now you go out and add, you know, the AL MVP from a couple of years ago with the White Sox, who's, yeah, his power numbers tapered off a little bit last year, but he still hit for, I uh, still hit around like 315, 316. He's still driving and runs. And I think the power correction is probably something that can come back. I think the entire White Sox lineup last year uh, was very power deficient. So I think that might have been some uh, something going on with, with approach or, you know, coaching, whatever. Um, I think he's going to make that lineup even more dangerous and that much better. So I really like Houston um, with that chance to repeat a plus 600. I think there's some good value there. All right. Do you know what town the Renegades are in? I was, I, I'm going to say Houston. No. Close. Arlington. <clears throat> With all due respect, the Arlington um, Renegades and um, their quarterbacks, Kevin Anderson, Drew Plitt, and Kyle Sloter. I mean, sure. do you know who any of them are? Do you have any We talked about Kyle Sloter last week, remember? Yeah. Uh, he's uh, you know, had a couple cups of Slow coffee down. on practice squads and his third stringers in the NFL. The other two, uh, Drew Plitt, I believe we talked about, was a Maxion quarterback who I'm not State, remembering baby. where Ball State, that's it. And Kevin Anderson, it sounds like a made-up generic uh, Fordham. That, okay, sure. Um, so made-up made generic up. No player that they that. just put no on that knows. roster. No, look, you could have told me he played anywhere, and I just say, sure, fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with the Renegade. You know what? Actually, no. I'm going to flip the script here. Give me whoever has the longest odds to win the championship because nobody knows a damn thing about the XFL. So give me whoever, whoever has the longest odds. I think that's better value. I like this. And it's been a little while since I've paid too much attention to college football or the NFL and backups. There are not a, a lot. There are almost no names on this Renegades team that I recognize. Jordan Smallwood at receiver. I remember him from Oklahoma State, I think. See, that name sounds right. familiar. It does. Devontae Lambert, he looks big. 
I think you're right. I think it's hard to probably go with whatever the favorite is here. Again, it's one of those things where a lot of people will tell you that it's silly to bet on the XFL, but this is where the value is. When nobody knows, that's mm-hmm. where you can start to find edges. So don't go out and attack it necessarily as hard as you do anything else. But if you take some time and you figure out a way to you know, kind of find an edge or something that's not built in there, I assure you that it's probably not. So it'll be interesting. That's all our favorites here. And let's jump into something that is you know, my favorite. Winning tennis bets early in the morning, and I just want to. You thank already, you, you already won one today. I, I, I'm going to take this. I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking. And let you congratulate me, or no, thank I you. Do. I, I want to thank you because uh, just before I came on the show, Flashcore lied to me and told me that Haddad Mai had won the set seven five, closed it. I was excited. I opened it back up. They're still in the tiebreaker. Haddad Mai is blowing points, and Matt just calmly, without even looking at picking up his head, just goes, "You're fine. It's going to win. It's okay." And she did it. Beatrice Haddad, my first set, 7-6, cash the correct score, first set over. She's now a huge favorite to win the match. Congrats to everybody that was able to ladder that up a little bit. What an excellent start to the morning. I congratulate. There, there's no better way to start your morning than winning a bet. Like, it's not even noon yet, and you're already in the green for the day. So congratulations on that. Um, now what do you have for us today so we can build on that? In Doha. Do I know where Doha is? Uh, the World Cup was there. Okay, Qatar. I knew it sounded familiar. When I said the World Cup was there, Andy still guessed it wrong. So that's good. You what did Andy, Andy guess? By one, by one. I guess maybe you should play global. Two Andy told spent, us for us. Andy had, Andy had a long weekend in, week in Arizona. I think the brain might have still been a little bit fried. He did. He looks so cute, though. He's all red and rosy because mm. he didn't put on any suntan lotion. Um, two totals. One will be shortly here after the show wraps up. Um, I believe it's the next matchup, actually, after um, Bedosa Haddad Mai. Daria Kasikina going to play Rebecca Marino here. And um, in a tournament where, again, we've seen a lot of first set overs, but then a lot of very quick second sets. Historically, this is a pretty good tournament for unders, especially when you have some of these mismatches here. Now, this one could be a little tougher. Kasikina, this will be your first match on these courts so far this year marino came through qualifying and already played a first round match so has some good form here under her belt but um Kasikina, the much better player here and generally puts this kind of ta- level of talent away thought about maybe playing the minus three and a half but just give me the under 21 and a half uh, just in the case that Kasikina maybe isn't into it and, and somehow loses this match herself in two sets but uh, again any match that you think is going to start to take a look at some of these unders they've been great and then tomorrow morning coco golf overs are back not a full match over here but um coco golf will be one of the first matches off tomorrow morning so nice and early on the east coast for you plays against petra kvitova in which should be again kind of what i described what we've seen in this tournament very competitive first sets a lot of six fours seven five seven sixes here followed by some pretty quick second sets. so the total is a monstrous 22 and a half which is pretty close honestly to where i have it i had it closer to um 22 and was able to go through this morning, grab a first set over nine and a half minus one Oh five. I'm looking here pretty quickly. That looks like that number is moved. I guess I got an early number on that. Um, I would play that honestly, anything minus minus one fifteen or better. I had that at a flat 10 myself. So um, poke around and look, there's a bunch of different prices here across, but yeah, nine and a half minus 15. And once they open up more, this is another one. Let's stack it up. I think there's a great chance we see seven, five or seven, six. So get yourself an over 10 and a half, get yourself an over 12 and a half when you have a chance. So Casacchino Marino, again, that'll be up in the next 30, 45 minutes maybe and then a bit of a golf tomorrow morning you're giving me a coco golf over and it's a morning bet so i can start my day with a win i'm in then i'm both of them i decided no one had to be an easy sell now what do you got a little, for me little bit disappointed we didn't have a plus money a little I bit know, dis- but it, you know, minus 105 is close enough for me so i'll give you that 
and maybe you'll be able to find something. The prices on those things range wildly. And again, the over 10 and a half and 12 and a half will be at nice big fat numbers. So you'll be fine. That's fair. Um, I got a pair of hockey bets today. We're starting to get back into the, the full swing here after the all-star break. Uh, how did your, do you remember how your crossover bets did? Did you check up on any of those? I think both of mine ended up missing. Um, went one Oh, and not showing up. Went, went one Oh and one. The doink cost us two and Oh, um, wow. Siakam only had, I think, like 28 points. The Chiefs had, again, 38. So that one was an easy winner. And then Jason Tatum made just one three-pointer. Harrison Bucker, just one field goal. Oh, yeah, the doing it. That's tough. That's tough. That would have been a nice plus 265 in the pocket if he had uh, made that. And Well, what are you going to do? That's okay. Um, I, we, I, I can try and help you make that back tonight on the ice, though, if you want me to. Let's do it. All right. I got a, I got a pair of bets. I got, I got an under. Um, a New York Islanders under six against the Ottawa Senators tonight is where I'm going to start. A um, little bit of a higher total. Usually with the Islanders, I talk about them a lot here, a lot on here. They're a very good defensive team. They, they play a lot more of a slow um, methodical pace is trying to, uh, trying to rush things. They play very good defensively responsible in their own end, get good goaltending their last couple games. They've lost their last two. They've allowed six and four. Um, so a little bit of a slump for them here. And I'm trying to get this better number six than what you usually get with them, which is more of like a five and a half. And I think there's some pretty good value here against an Ottawa Senators team that played last night at home against Calgary. I think there's a pretty good chance you see the Islanders being the fresher team kind of get to play their own way and take advantage of some tired legs there of the Ottawa Senators. And I think this is just kind of a slow game where New York kind of controls it, grinds Ottawa out. Um, I, I do like them. I think they're Puck line was around plus 128. I opted for the under here, too. I might sprinkle that puck line as well, though. I'm not too worried about the Islanders losing their last couple. I think they'll be just fine, and I think their style is going to um, prevail in this one. And then the second one, we're talking about the Kraken and the Jets. I'm taking the Jets minus one and a half at plus 160. I talked about them the other day about their uh, they're my future at plus 950 uh, to win the Western Conference. So we're, we're a Winnipeg Jets pod, uh, podcast show in, in addition to our Orlando Magic. Um Jets are a little bit streaky right now, but they've won two in a row. They've kind of won three, lost three, won two, lost two. Hopefully they're, they're uh, turning this into a winning three. Um, Seattle, for as good as they've been this year at times, as much as nice of a story as they've been, they're not fully regressing to you know being the type of team that picked fourth overall last year like we thought, but they are coming back to the mean just a little bit. Um, since that big eight game winning streak they had, they're just four, six and one. So, you know, not awful, but not great either. Uh, they did beat your flyers on Super Bowl Sunday, four to three, but really that's a, that's a game and a team that they should probably, uh, get by more than that. And I know I'm saying this just after the Islanders lost to the flyers, but, um, I, I like the jets in this one at plus one sixty. I think that's really good value at home. Seattle's also played four times in their last six nights. That's a lot of hockey. Uh, so we're going to take the Winnipeg jets here at that big, uh, plus one sixty puck line. I like it a lot. I like both of these quite a bit here. And I know that I, I like to be an Oprah guy. I try to be more optimistic when I can, but I imagine there's more value in unders simply because a lot of people probably feel that way. Yeah. It, it, I like overs too, especially in hockey. They're a lot more fun to watch. That's why I like taking the first period of the second period over. Uh, but for the game with this Islanders team, like you rarely see them at six goals. Uh, or I should, maybe should, I should say their, their totals are at five and a half more often than any, any other team. And the fact that you're getting an under at minus 110, you know, the standard juice, I, I think, is really good value to hop on and grab. Now, there's probably a reason for that. But I think with what Ottawa's coming out of having played last night combined with the style New York's going to want to try and play, uh, I think this lends itself to be a, a three to one, four to one type game for, for the Islanders. I can dig it. Now, you did mention Orlando Magic, and we'll talk about them in a second. But Big win for them last night over my Bulls. I know. Uh, well, 
It's it's tough. It's tough. All you can do is laugh. It's not fun. This is not fun, but we'll see. Um, five games tonight, and again, just a mess going on here. Um, Boston, Milwaukee, some sort of injury, something, something going on in Boston. Just about everybody out tonight. Brown is out. Smart is out. Jason Tatum is doubtful. So hard to, you know, really even bet that game because the Bucks have been happy to rest guys. They're nine-point favorites right now. The total's at 225 and a half. A good luck if you can figure that game out. So you kind of have to cross that one out. Sacramento goes to visit Phoenix. Phoenix is a little bit shorthanded here, um, missing some of their guys, but starting to play much better basketball. Booker is back. Um, so, you know, kind of have to trust them. They're only three point favorites, but um, just about right where my number had it. So happy to skip on that. Warriors, Clippers, Clippers, big favorites here. Warriors on a back to back. Thought about maybe playing an over there. Um, that number started to tick back up after being bet down this morning. And again, hard to know who the Warriors are going to play in a back to back. So if the Warriors have most of their guys out there tonight, I'll probably play an over again. In that Clippers Warriors game and then Wizards Bulls both teams here on back-to-backs um, came up pretty close to my number of three but the bet we do have the Orlando Magic are seven point underdogs tonight in Toronto yes they did play last night in Chicago not too long of a trip to get from Chicago to Toronto and um, Orlando has played these Raptors well this year this will be the fourth time they've played already this season um, they're actually two and one straight up against this Toronto team who continues to be without OG Ananobi which is just really problematic it's a thin roster and they're really leaning on a lot of guys that um, really aren't very good. And one of the advantages the Magic have is their depth. I think that second unit's going to be really good tonight. Um, you go back and look, again, from a back-to-back standpoint, yes, it is two road games, but short travel spot. Um, the only guys who really played more than 30 minutes were the young rookies. You know, Bancaro or Banchero should be just fine tonight, I think. And again, that depth is really going to shine through. I had this closer to four and a half, five. So anything six and a half or seven looks great to me. Let's go, Magic. I believe Amen. I like watching the Orlando Magic. They're fun. They're, they're just they're a fun young team that plays really hard. And they're not great yet, but like they don't ever really believe they're out of a game. Like they 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 just play very fun brand of basketball. They're fun to watch. Maybe it's just me watching the exact opposite um, of how my Bulls play, um, and I'm, I'm I'm maybe drawn to that a little bit more. But they're fun to watch. Now, somebody's looking for some um, Champions League's plays here. And Andy's not here. Usually Andy is better at the last-second random Champions League play. I don't know if producer Dan has anything in mind, but in my absolutely minimal wisdom here, I feel like we should just bet both unders. I'm fine with that. It's uh, I, Soccer unders, I, we, I know we said we don't like betting unders. I actually don't mind betting soccer unders because I feel like they hit more often than not. I just like them. It's a nice emotional hedge because you either get goals, which are fun, or you make a little yeah. money. So. Um, we'll sort of pull that one out of our hat. And again, um, Giorgio, maybe DM Andy. I'm sure he's floating around and we'll have something random. But yeah, it's, let's, t- let's take both unders. What the hell? And officially, officially lock it in from the Tuesday brown bag. That's true. Thanks, everybody, in the chat. Please give us a thumbs up. Drop a comment in there and make sure you subscribe. We really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with lots more. Best of luck until then.